Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Vets Musings. Hope everybody had a great uh, couple of weeks out there well the Mets have finally made it official they've hired Carlos Mendoza as their new manager the Mendoza era begins and uh, he spoke passionately about his experience in the game and about staying in New York and coming to the Mets he spoke for about 45 minutes alongside President of Baseball of Operations David Stearns He uh, was very happy and smiled as he discussed the process that ended with him switching barrels from the Bronx to the Queens. He also said that he felt the connection with the Mets right away, explaining that he was interviewing them at the same time that they were interviewing him. As a first-time manager will be under media microscope in the biggest City in the world, Mendoza is embracing the pressure. As he said, the fan base will let you know as soon as you walk out of that ballpark because you left a pitcher in too long or because you took him out too early. I know what it feels like. I know what it takes, Mendoza noted while talking about the experience he got while managing in winter ball. Mendoza also touched on the culture that already exists within the organization, citing the 2022 team that won 100 games. Uh, he has a lot to work with. Lots of the core pieces of that team were still in place, including Pete Alonzo, Francisco Lindor, Brandon Nimmo, Jeff McNeil, and Edwin Diaz. And I don't think you'll be looking uh, to see any um, or too many of those guys traded any time soon. Mendoza went on to say, I'm coming in to continue to add to that culture, to continue to add in those positive things that were already, already building a couple of years ago. When we start talking about culture, I do believe that culture is not just your tradition. Culture is driven by the people that you come in contact with every day, and that starts from ownership, from David as the president of baseball operations and his people, myself as the manager. That is eventually going to go and trickle down through the coaching staff, players, and everybody in the organization through player development all the way to the Dominican Republic. Culture is driven by us, by the way we connect, by the way we think, by the way we value our culture, by the way we communicate each and every day. And that's my goal, to continue to drive that culture. And when it comes to his managing style, Mendoza said that starting with his time as a player, he was taught to play the game with fundamentals to respect the game and to pay attention to details. And, you know, folks like the sound of that. They want to go back to the fundamentals, uh, bunting, stealing a base, uh, hit and run plays, you know, uh, make the, the right defensive play throw to the right base. People want to do that. They want to see that. That's the way the game is. And uh, hopefully he lives up to that and decide to do that. And they've got to spread that, I think, throughout the minor leagues and and, uh, hope for all the best. But uh, congratulations to Carlos Mendoza, as we said last uh, episode. 
that um you know he was gonna get the job and now it is officially announced by the Mets that uh Carlos Mendoza will be the new manager of the New York Mets so you know, it's not a bad job for a first-time manager. He comes in with a team that has some talent. Yes, there are some holes to fill, and there are some tweaks to be made. But uh, it's not an awful situation. And, uh, you know, it, it should be easy, to, not easy to work with, but it's going to be a, a lot better to work with than some some of these other teams that he could have been hired by so uh we'll see how he makes out as time goes on don't forget the winter meetings are coming up so we'll see what uh what effect that has on the team as well we will be seeing some familiar faces as uh mendoza has decided to bring back some familiar faces, uh, one of those being Eric Chavez, who will return to the Mets in his original position of hitting coach with Jeremy Bond serving as co-hitting coach. Chavez uh, joined the Mets coaching staff in 2022 under Buck Showalter. He had moved from hitting coach to bench coach last season, um, but now we'll go back as he's been retained, he'll go back to being the hitting coach. Chavez, Barnes, and the pitching coach Jeremy Hefner have all been retained under Mendoza, who is still looking to fill a bench coach role. The rumor is that it could be Willie Randolph, the former Mets manager, could also make the trek across uh, the city to the Queens and come back to... Uh, a place that uh, he really got a little bit of a raw deal, but that was a different owner and a different organization. So, uh, you know, Willie could come back and get the job as a bench coach. And it would be pretty interesting to see that uh, he's good friends with Mendoza and uh, it, it might work out very well. Willie had a good run when he was here and as manager and uh you know it uh he's got that experience and never caught on anywhere again never really uh, got hired as a manager again and i don't know why but uh he did a good job when he was here so uh mendoza back chavez will remain as uh, with the organization, but he'll come back as the hitting coach. And hey, look, it's a job, you know. Uh, people might think it's a demotion, but he got some valuable experience as a bench coach. Puts that on his resume. He's back as the hitting coach. He is right there. I'm sure he can still offer advice to uh, Mendoza if if he thinks it warrants it. Um. He, he's still working with the players and everything. So, uh, and as I said, it's a job and there's only 30 other, uh, 29 other jobs of that type available throughout baseball. So, uh, you take what you get. And, um, Jerry half Jeremy Hafner, it was, uh, rumors that he may be leaving, but apparently he is going to stay as well. Some people that are not coming back are uh 
there was a non-tender deadline that we've passed on the 17th, and the Mets chose not to, uh, well, offer contracts to certain people. They've decided to decline contracts for Daniel, Daniel Vogelbach, no big surprise, and four others. The other four players include right-handed pitchers Jeff Brigham, Sam Coonrod, and Trevor got as well as Luis Guillaume. Now there's a couple of surprises there. Brigham was good in, in some spots and I uh, thought there may be a chance they'd bring him back. Uh, Trevor got, they got in, uh, in a trade and, and never really uh, clicked here. Uh, so I kind of can see that Coonrod, uh, I think was injured a lot during the season and uh, Luis Guillaume was also injured and in but I'm sorry to see Luis go he's a homegrown guy terrific glove look he hit pretty good he, he hit very well I should say in 2022 so um I'm surprised they're not bringing him back but I guess with the addition of um Maurizio and and Batty and uh Acuno coming that they have enough guys that they can spread around the infield and have utility guys around to uh, fill a slot that Guillaume would have uh, filled on this team. So we say goodbye to Luis Guillaume. Um, the Mets also announced that they came to a one-year agreement with DJ Stewart to remain with their the team. The contract is reportedly worth 1.38 million all other players will be tended a contract and that includes peter alonzo drew peterson joey lucchese and drew smith and i think that's david peterson not drew peterson uh and that all kind of makes sense all right let's take a quick break and we will be back with some more met news right after this Baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue, then tune in to Baseball and BBQ. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com. Did you know that Baseball PhD can be heard on BaseballTalkRadio.com? Our shows rotate with other top baseball podcasts. Now don't forget, that's BaseballTalkRadio.com. With us, we'll help you get a PhD in life through baseball. With BaseballTalkRadio.com, you'll hear the rest of the excellent universe of baseball podcasts. Hello, baseball fans. You're listening to Baseball Talk Radio, the home of great baseball talk shows. At BaseballTalkRadio.com, you're going to find great shows like this one with the great Gary Mack and the Mets Musings podcast. And now back to the show. Okay, and we're back. And the MLB announced their gold glove winners for the 2023 season. And Francisco Lindor won it for the position of shortstop in the National League. Past season was a great one for the Mets. Shortstop first, he became the Mets 
first met since Carlos Beltran to put together a 30-30 season with 31 homers and 31 stolen bases. He also finished with 108 runs, scored 33 doubles, 98 RBI, and a .806 OPS. Lindor had some stiff competition for the award as Xander Bogarts, Dansby Swanson, and Trey Turner were all finalists for the award. Mets first baseman Peter Alonso was also named as a finalist for his position, but the award went to the Braves' Matt Olson. Carlos Beltran is back with the Mets. He will serve as a special assistant in the new regime. New president of baseball operations, David Stern, said in an interview with Andy Martino, Stern said he talked to Beltron at the midpoint of the managerial search process and that he thinks Beltron is happy where he is, specifically citing Beltron having young children he wants to be around consistently. Once that nine to five job. In other front office news, the Mets added Eduardo Brazuela as a vice president and special assistant to David Stearns, according to Will Salmon of The Athletic. Brizuela spent more than 15 years with the Milwaukee Brewers prior. He was also GM for Team Venezuela in the 2023 Baseball Classic. And um, warm news, Mets left-handed pitcher David Peterson underwent surgery to repair the labrum in his left hip, the team announced. Per the Mets, a typical return to play for this type of procedure Peterson had is six to seven months. Uh, He had a solid finish to the 2023 season after an uneven start that resulted in him being demoted to AAA Syracuse, and he was expected to be a valuable part of New York's rotation depth entering 2024, but his ability to contribute will now be delayed. A six-month timeline would mean a return around the second week of May, while a seven-month Timeline would mean Peterson would not be a factor on the big league mound until after Memorial Day. And if you look at eight months, it could be in June sometime. But maybe that's not a bad thing. If they can get by the first part of the season, maybe he will be ready to go in the second part when you could really use a uh, fresh arm either in the rotation or out of the bullpen. So sometimes it turns out to be a blessing if you have to fill a spot and then he can come on later on and uh, and pitch well in the clutch uh, and the stretch situations. It might work out for them. We'll, we'll have to see uh, how it goes. Um, and that's it. I mean, the, the the buzz around the Mets, of course, is Pete Alonzo. The Cubs are interested in trading for him. But what they think they want to offer is nothing to get <laughs> uh, to get uh, Pete Alonzo. And uh, even I, that, that uh, am open to trading him, don't think what the Cubs had suggested as the uh, – the focal point of the trade was worth it. So uh, hopefully the Mets don't uh, take a bite on that, but they will be listening to offers. I mean, they have to, 
you, you always have to listen to offers for everybody on your team. And look, if the right package comes along, it's a tough one because he's a fan favorite, but you really have to try to think about it and take it and make the move if if it looks like a good deal and if you think it's going to work for your team. It's the only way you make the team better sometimes is by uh, addition by subtraction. And if you can get someone that, that or a few someones that you think are going to help, um, then you have to make that move. And with Scott Boris as his agent, he's going to take him to free agency, I believe. And um, the Mets will make an effort, I believe, to extend his contract. And we'll see what that is. But he's looking for well past what Matt Olson and Freddie Freeman got. And um, you can argue either way. Freddie Freeman's a better first baseman, a better hitter overall, but it doesn't have the power numbers. Olsen has the power numbers, but he's not as good as the average, perhaps. I think they're about even, though, now. I, I really do. Uh, as far as that, and he may not be uh, the defense is, is equal, I would say. so. But uh, they're going to shoot for $200 million plus. So maybe uh, 225, eight years, 225 would, would be in the right range to uh, offer a contract to him like that. Who knows? We'll see what the thinking is. All right, and that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you will hit the subscribe button and the like bell on uh, YouTube if you're watching this uh, video of the podcast. If you're listening to the audio, also hit the subscribe button so you'll always know uh, when a new episode comes out. And we are available, the audio is available on all of your favorite podcast app. So until next time, keep the faith, stay optimistic with the meetings coming up. And let's go Mets. And I'll see you next time on another edition of Mets Musings. <laughs>